Before we get started, I just want to make a brief announcement about the state of the pod. We've been getting tons of amazing feedback from women, and it's become very clear to us that a lot of women are thirsty for this type of content. This is a niche in women's media that is desperately needed and has been neglected for a very long time. And we really want to be able to make more content. There's just one problem, and that's money. We would love to be able to quit our day jobs and work full-time on content creation. And the only thing holding us back is the fact that we got bills to pay, if I'm being totally honest. Long term, though, we would like to expand into other forms of media, such as video, TikTok, newsletters, ebooks, even like real physical books, and so on. And that's why we've set a new Patreon goal. As soon as we hit $10,000 monthly revenue, that will be enough for us to afford to quit our jobs and start working on growing FDS full time. Currently, our schedules only really allow us to post about 60 to 90 minutes of bonus content per month. And as a reward to our patrons for helping achieve this target, we will commit to posting more bonus content. So if you like FDS and you want us to grow and you want us to make more content, you can support us on Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash the female dating strategy. And for the next 48 hours, we'll be offering a limited time offer called Lurker Mode, where you can access the bonus content at a reduced price of $5.99 per month. Thank you so much to everyone who listened and shared to help us to get to where we are now. And I'm sure this is a sign of even greater things to come. Thank you. What's up, queens? Welcome to the Female Dating Strategy. I'm your host, Ro. Everyone loves Savannah's voice. (laughs) It sounds fancy to us. It sounds posh. Only Americans say my accent is fancy. Only American and Canadians. <laughs> North American too. I feel like you give us much needed class. Just the British accent gives us like legitimacy, yeah. Add some class to this organization. <laughs> <laughs> what, like me and Ro could be like, you know, Canadian versus, I don't know. I I don't know if you've noticed this, but as a Canadian, we definitely feel competitive with Americans all the time. There's definitely some American Canadian tension, especially with over healthcare and dentistry. <laughs> You should feel sad for us. I mean, especially over guns and healthcare and stuff. And I'm just like dissing America. And then Savannah's over there on the other side of the pond, like, no, no, kids, don't fight. <laughs> don't fight, children. <laughs> America needs to do better. America does need to do better. Yeah. We have all the weapons, though. So there's that. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I thought we'd kick off this episode with some scrote audacity. I don't know if you guys saw this on Twitter, but I just saw this tweet about Naomi Osaka, who is a world-famous tennis player, famous for beating Serena Williams at the U.S. Open a couple of years ago. She's, I think she's ranked like number two or three in the world now, and she's only 23, so super-duper queen shit right there, right? So she's got this boyfriend, and his name is YBN Corday, and he made this this lyric on his latest rap track that was like my girl would forfeit a tennis match just to meet my grandma she's a keeper basically saying that he's more important than any of her individual matches and i was like i just hope this is him capping yeah but but why would you cap like i don't understand that's such a weird cap if he is capping because he wants to make it seem like he's bigger than 
anything she's got going on, right? She's willing to sacrifice everything for him. Seems insulting to his girlfriend, honestly. I'd be, yeah. if my boyfriend said something like that in a lyric, I'd break up with him. Right. <laughs> it's just good. Either he's yeah. just lying and this is just ha- him having some good old rap bravado, or this is a Gnosis and somebody needs to snatch up Naomi Osaka and be like, girl, go to your match. <laughs> Gosh, that's so, and they, they, I don't think they've been together that long as well, have they? I don't know because I think they were together secretly and then only went, only went public relatively recently so it could have been maybe their timeline is about two years at most but i don't even think it's that i think it's less than two years maybe a year year and a half so yeah i don't know this weekend's uh news from scrote audacity i just couldn't believe that i was in disbelief and the worst part is is like that's on the record forever even after if they break up that'll still be floating around that lyric how embarrassing i agree with lilith that's so humiliating so humiliating yeah like there was a didn't kanye west have a lyric that was also disrespectful to kim oh kanye's had a lot of lyrics oh he's got so many so many so many talking about like cheating on her or whatever and stuff like that or talking about like other women he finds attractive i don't know if i if my husband or boyfriend dropped an album like that and i would listen to his music i would give him a call immediately after and, and tell him that i'm sending him divorce papers like no fucking joke that's disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, the way that Kanye has always talked about Kim is like she's a collector's item. Like she's a trophy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah some yeah. kind of anthropomorphic sex bot. Like he doesn't really talk about her as a person. Because I remember him saying something on the lines of, the reason I like Kim Kardashian is because she doesn't ask me for shit because she has her own money. And I was like, uh, I yeah. guess Kanye. Right? <laughs> oh, so he's a 50-50 guy. Yeah, he's a 50 so Kanye 50 is guy. a 50-50 man. Right. Okay. What? cool no no he definitely said something along those lines he's got that vibe that's like oh she's got her own money like she pays for me (laughs) yeah isn't she a billionaire now like she's got more money than him yeah she's rich she's rich than him allegedly but take all that with a grain of salt because they said the same thing about kylie and then they had to walk that back back. (laughs) basically forbes had to come out and admit oh we don't actually check any of their financial statements it's based on estimates and what they tell us i'm like oh so you can just get up there and lie then right <laughs> you can lie yeah because because i'm pretty sure those like financial statements are, are confidential and i don't see many celebrities willing being willing to hand that information over yeah it's all private so i mean i mean they could be i mean it's just i'm sure collectively just yeah it's also based on like what is their business worth it's not like a bank account it's not like they have that money in their bank account they, it's not liquid assets they can't just like spend that right like so yeah take that with a grain of salt definitely but still don't disrespect your woman okay like just <laughs> fuck that yeah rappers cool. just love that they just need to feel like they're a big deal but speaking of a pretty big deal we're gonna talk about these guys that got really big deals in their pants or think they do <laughs> I think they do, but yes, we uh, we're going to talk about our most controversial post to men specifically, most male male catastrophizing, right? <laughs> new new vocab term, ladies, male catastrophizing. When a man runs around in circles, screaming his head off over something that a woman does that doesn't affect him, misandry. That one, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that thing, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love it. All right, so which post are we going to kick off? I dug into the FDS archives 
And this one was titled, I'm declaring our right as women to have specific penis preferences. Oh, I love this post. They had a complete and utter Armageddon hellfire meltdown with this post. Wasn't there like a follow-up that said that guys were literally uh, threatening suicide over that post? I kind of remember this. Yeah, it went round all the male, all the male subreddits, um, and yeah, I remember seeing that follow up post, and I was like, "Wow!" <laughs> it's like just log off. <laughs> <laughs> I have some advice for all. First of all, let me let me let's let's pull over and park for a second. I do not understand all of the guys or people in general who stay perched on FDS mad. You know you can just log off, right? Or go to a different subreddit. Like, it's actually not hard. Yeah, like, everything we post gets posted to, like, men's rights or, like, it gets cross-posted to, like, male-dominated subreddits so that you can cry about us. And usually even those have comments from guys being like, what are you expecting? Like, why are you, why are you, even other men will tell them, like, bro, like, why are you browsing this female sub knowing it's going to make you upset? Like, it's not good for you, bro. I don't, I don't even care that they critique us. It's the crying about it. It's the like, do you understand? It's, some people are very sensitive about their penis. Okay, log off then. Like, look at something else because women aren't going to stop, stop loving big dicks because it makes you feel bad. I mean, also, like, welcome to our world, okay? Like, women are fed messages that our bodies are not good enough from pretty much, like, the moment we can fucking read. So you know, like if you're being made to feel insecure about your body for the first time, it's like, wow, that must be really hard for you. Yeah. It definitely feels like a, you know, the the world's tiniest violin playing in the background while they're complaining about this. It's like, well, there's nothing we can do about our penises. Oh, well, you know, (laughs) what do you want me? Like, what do you want me to do about the fact that you can't do anything about it? What do you want me to do about that? Especially (laughs) since like unattractive women, for example, get like ridiculed all the time. So, like, if a guy's like, oh, I have a small penis and women don't want me, like, that sucks. But guess what? There's a lot of women who are like, oh, guys make fun of my nose for being too big or whatever. Like, do you, the guy, those guys show the same compassion to those women? No. Therefore, I don't care about their opinion. Yeah, they're angry. I mean, they've been really angry about body positivity stuff. I mean, they've been vocally angry when brands put women who are even slightly yeah. overweight oh this politically correct censorship and like blah 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 the mainstream media is trying to force us to sleep with fat women blah 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 they've been vocally against body positivity when it was about women the moment women start saying something critical about men oh my god you're body shaming me and it's marketed towards women so i'm like do you need a dove soap for women do you need like Dove body wash? If not, then just don't look at it, right? Like it's not marketed towards you. So yeah, true. I don't understand why they keep saying, oh, they're forcing it on us. I'm like, no, they're not. They're putting it on women's magazines and using it to appeal to women's sensibility. So nobody's forcing shit on you. Uh, don't look at it. Like, <laughs> you know, you know, I mean, in the past when they used to have beer commercials and they'd have all these women that would be clearly full of like, lip fillers and plastic surgery or half naked flat stomach fo- just straight up photoshopped pictures like you just look at it and you're like well it's not marketed towards me even though i know some women would feel bad about it but it's also like it's just not marketed towards you so you kind of look at lad mags and things like that like well they're playing to their audience i just don't understand why men just can't let it just let it ride guys i don't know you know i don't understand why they're so upset 
Yeah, well, because women, when we, when women feel bad, we're expected to just like suck it up. When men feel bad, they expect everyone around them to listen and care and do something about it, mm. so they don't have to feel bad. Oh well. So to I to that I say, like, dude, suck it up. Like, welcome to our world. Oh the fuck well. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, back to this post about dick size, Savannah. So I will read the offending article because it is. It's just a goldmine um, article, and we'll also link it in the podcast description as well, so you can have a peruse for yourself. The comments literally made me die laughing, um, but the actual essence of the post—it didn't even—it didn't even say that bigger dicks are better. It just says that you know women should have a preference. But anyway, on to the tale, and this is under sex strategy. So I'm tired of of hearing that dick size doesn't matter being thrown around in our culture because yes, the fuck it does. Dick size doesn't matter is a huge male cope that women keep being pressured to buy into to virtue signal and cool girl in quotation marks whilst ultimately denying ourselves aspects of pleasure we would otherwise experience if we were just brutally honest about what we liked in dicks and looked for that. All facts. Mm -hmm. Penis size and shape matters a lot for women's orgasm ability. This is not the same as men having a preference for boobs or ass size, because women will literally not be able to orgasm during a penis and vagina sex with some dicks. (laughs) And my theory as to why I think a lot of women can't come from a PIV sex is that the dude's dick size and shape ain't cutting it. But we're never allowed to admit that to ourselves because men keep cutting us off when we try to assert ourselves on this issue. It's true. It's true. I mean, have you, I have seen so many women's magazines and male dating coaches that whenever women, women bring up penis size or whenever there's a question of does penis size matter? The conclusion of the article is always, it actually doesn't matter that much guys. I mean, it's always that as a conclusion. And I'm like, that is just false. (laughs) Yeah. These articles that you mentioned, they always conclude with something like, oh, it's not the penis size that matters. It's the motion of the ocean. It's, uh, you know, it's about like, if he, you know, he can make up for it by going down on you and stuff like that. Here's the thing is, is like most guys, even ones with small penises have bad motion of the ocean. Like they can't even do that. Okay. (laughs) A lot of them will, they can't go down or they, they try to go down on you, but then do it for like 15 seconds, like badly. And then, you know, they just want to like guys with small dicks are just as selfish as guys with big dicks. Okay. Like they just want to stick their dick in and then, you know, be over and done with like they're men. Like they still don't care about women's pleasure regardless of dick size. And so I don't see why I have to be extra charitable to sort someone with a small dick, knowing that he's probably not going to show me the same courtesy. Right. That's, that's also the subtext there that, 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 somehow all of these guys who have smaller dicks are making up for it with other skills, but they all have basically the same skill set, no matter what their penis looks like. Mm. And I think that just comes down to, again, this, all the sex scripts being written by porn. So, and, and, and truth be told, the guys that have smaller dicks are probably going to try to murder your cervix because they have a complex about it. Right. So like, again, it's a liberal fairy tale where, you know, this is what it would be like if we were in an ideal world where everyone was cared about consent and everyone was a generally good person who cared about other people and blah, 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 blah. The thing with these liberal fairy tales is we don't fucking live in that world. Okay. Like we don't live in a world. We don't live in that world because we spend too much time protecting men's egos. And this is a big area where their egos are being protected at the expense of our sexual pleasure. Why do we lie about this? 
Why do we lie about this? It's not to say that every woman needs a gargantuan dick. Um, again, vaginas are different shapes and sizes, right? So it just depends. So I, I don't know, but let's yeah, go why on, should on. women Why should women li- women lie about our sexual preferences and our sexual pleasure when most men go around saying mean shit and then being like, oh, I just speak the truth or I'm just blunt. Uh, I just tell it like it is, blah, blah, blah. Like they don't care about caring about protecting other people's feelings. Most men actually get off on like causing women psychological anguish. And I think it's time they get a taste of their own medicine. But... (laughs) Anyways, continue. I think in this arena especially because it's it's yeah. just way lopsided in favor of men because of porn. There's no there's nothing in our culture that counteracts the influence of porn. Nothing. The only thing that kind of counteracts it is like uh, religious conservatives. Yeah, and I don't even agree with them because they're not. I, I don't agree with how religious conservatives are opposed to porn, not because of the way it affects women, but because of like they think just nudity is wrong or whatever. I don't like how they ignore the way that it affects women. And it's it's very much Madonna Hall complex with religious people. It's not like Lilith said, it's not really out of concern for the exploitation, the abuse of women. It's more, and a lot of them still watch porn anyway. So there we go. Well, the one thing I'll say about that, and this is kind of related, but uh, the one thing they do have in religious culture is the idea of guarding your heart and mind which means that these guys learn that it is their job as a quote unquote Christian man to actually filter out the things that they watch rather than just being coomers and then calling it feminist. So that, that that's a little bit of a difference where I'm like, the, at least on the conservative side, even though I'm not defending their attitudes toward it, like they have some kind of mechanism where they at least acknowledge like, okay, you can't just be out here being a, a gross ass coomer forever. Like at least try <laughs> to like not creep out your wife. But we we digress. Let's go on. What's this? What's going on? And so I learned from my doctor that vaginas and cervixes can be naturally curved internally too. So if you are both curving in a different direction, that shit will never feel good. But if it curves in the same direction, maybe you would find one with curved discs amazing. So the good news for men here is that penis preferences can go in either direction. Because I think it varies depending on the optimal dick size and shape from woman to woman. Now, for example, I once dated a guy with an absolute anaconda, but it curves so severely to his left it made sex extremely uncomfortable and outright painful at times. He was porn sick, so I suspect his curving issues for us came from Peroni's disease, which is what happens when men beat their dick so ferociously they develop internal scar tissue that makes it excessively curve. See, this is, this is valuable sexual information. Did you know about this before? I had no idea, but this actually completely has changed my, just all of my, because I dated a guy who also had a dick that just like went completely to one side. It was like a fucking door handle. Okay. Like, like, he would be standing there naked and erect and it was like flush with the right side of his body. I'm not even joking. I mean, mean, can, I mean, can I actually like bend their dicks that way because of porn? I, I don't, apparently he just really just masturbated a lot. And so let's, let's read, let's read this Peroni's disease description. Cause it, it seems, it seems that, yeah, you can damage your penis that it develops internal scar tissue, right? Almost like, like if you do the death grip thing. Yeah, that's the thing. 
And so it was so weird because if we were having sex and his dick like slipped out for a second, it would like go completely in a different fucking <laughs> universe. It would be in a different realm. Like, it would be like, where the fuck did it go? And then I have to like figure where it was and it's like, can't just slip it back in quickly. You have to locate it, use GPS coordinates. Like, where the fuck is it? Where'd it go? <laughs> So the uh, oh official the official Peyronie's disease description is Peyronie's disease is a penis problem. This is from WebMD caused by scar tissue called plaque that forms inside the penis. It can result in a bent rather than straight erect penis. So it says most men with Peyronie's disease, Peyronie's disease can still have sex, but for some it can be painful and cause erectile dysfunction. So. Then it goes on to say what causes Peroni's disease, and it says doctors don't know. Uh, it says doctors don't know exactly why Peroni's disease happens. Many researchers believe the fibrous plaque can start after trauma, hitting or bending, that causes bleeding inside the penis. You might not notice the injury or trauma. In other cases, it may develop over time, which may be linked to genes. In some men, injury and genes could be both involved. So basically trauma to their dick probably developed over time of excessive meat beating it can it says it, the symptoms can develop slowly or it can appear overnight so it could just be something like if you just keep tugging at that muscle you're going to keep internally damaging it and then eventually c- causing the the plaque to build up underneath the muscle and then bend it damn imagine being such a coomer that you literally cause trauma to your dick when you masturbate like what what that's wild i didn't know that yeah there's like there's some like solutions here that seem pretty grotesque so they're saying you can get surgery where they'll actually remove or alter the tissue on the penis opposite the plaque so then that like straightens it out because it removes the pressure and then or you can get you can remove the plaque and get a skin graft which is like oh my god whoa that's intense (laughs) what if you just became ambidextrous and just jerked off on the other side i wonder if that would work (laughs) balance it out a bit (laughs) these are the questions that these are the questions that sex positive people need to be answering because i have i mean i want to know i have questions yeah (laughs) anyways continue his dick girth also makes blowjobs a complete <laughs> fucking chore. <laughs> I got tired of getting locked and started to get turned off from doing it. I, I, like I can completely understand. Yeah. With that one. But on the other hand, I dated a guy whose penis was smaller and less girthy than the guy mentioned above, but had a slight upward curve. And it was amazing because it naturally pressed against my G-spot. He was also able to keep much firmer erections and his penis skin was softer and smoother. So it was way more pleasurable for me visually and physically than the man with the bigger dick. I didn't mind blowing him at all. In fact, I really enjoyed it. So this feels like another olive branch to men, right? Yeah. Like they should be able to understand like there's a lot of, there's a lot of (laughs) uh, other things besides just the size that goes into what makes an aesthetically and physically appealing penis yeah so i'm not because i mean this this paragraph um the author's experience was saying that a guy with a smaller penis was actually better so i'm not sure why the small dick subreddits were getting so upset i mean first of all they probably (laughs) didn't read the actual post true so, like, True. they just went by waste what other people were saying the post was about. And then secondly, we have to remember that men are very simple-minded creatures, and they have this very, like, 
this view that uh, this linear view of penis size, like the bigger, the better kind of thing. Big, mm, and yeah, you know, they, I don't know if you've ever seen in porn, some of these guys have like a dick that's like a fucking foot long. And you're just like, how, right. A guy looks at that and he's like, yes, big penis big, means more man, big penis, more man. Like, <laughs> it's like, they're literally that like Neanderthal, like in their mentality. So the idea of having a, a bell curve, <laughs> That's, you know, the <laughs> ideal size being somewhere in the middle it's just like doesn't work with that linear perspective. I've seen science, like scientific studies about human evolution that kind of prop that up. And you can kind of see that a lot of that comes from that community as well, because I, I, I can't remember the exact article, but if I find it, I'll post it. Um, but it was about how they think that human penises grew larger in comparison to uh, the body weight of humans compared to other animals. So if you if you look at the penis weight versus the body weight, human penises are propor- proportionally larger than most animals. And they think that happened when we the became... most primates, yeah. Yeah, the most primates. So they think that happened when we became bipedal. So then the penis is like a prominent visual thing and that it may have been our early ancestors that the females were more attracted to the men with the more prominent penises since they could see them now that we were bipedal. So yeah, maybe. Kind of like how deer have like antlers and female deer think bigger, better. So I don't know. <laughs> but see, it's not it's not even that simple because like lions, for example, uh, they're attracted to lions' manes. Lionesses are attracted to lions' manes, but it's the color they're attracted to. So a big mane is not that much better than a smaller mane, but a dark mane is really, really sexually attractive to lionesses. So it's not always like immediately bigger is better. Mm. And that's a study that people that study lionesses have said, but I, you know, I don't know, right? We don't know. This is all guess and conjecture, <laughs> but I can tell you right now in 2021, it's not all just about the size, right? <laughs> yeah, 100%, 100%. Even though it is about the size, it's not entirely about the size. Let me correct that. Not entirely about yeah, the we size. Yeah, we have a more nuanced, like some of these guys, they're just not capable of having a nuanced opinion. They like mm. to use that nuance, like FTS doesn't have any nuance. Bitch, we are more nuanced than any of you motherfuckers. Anyways. <laughs> and another very under-discussed topic is also dick visual aesthetics. Some men's diet and poor lifestyle choices definitely show in their cock and balls. It's fa- fact. <laughs> Child. Wait, finish, finish a sentence. Finish a sentence. No, go for it. And <laughs> definitely show in their cock and balls. And make them dry, stank, disgusted. <laughs> And ashy. Makes them dry, <laughs> stank, discolored, discolored and ashy. And ashy. <laughs> Breathe it and believe it. Yeah. <laughs> a common denominator I found in the men with aesthetically pleasing penises is that they take care of themselves in general. Their penis skin felt smooth and velvety and moisturized and didn't have much of a, and didn't have much of a smell. The discoloration was minimal and they could get erect and pulsating without much issue. And they were also courteous enough to trim their peeves down neatly so it didn't look... (laughs) So it didn't look like an unkempt lawn around an abandoned house. Brilliant imagery. Brilliant imagery from Jammies. Ode to Jammies. I'm literally bowing to that image. Poetry, man. Like poetry. Someone, that's dick poetry. She should win a Pulitzer Prize for that. Wow. I just 
it's one of those things where you just wonder why isn't this sex positivity? I feel positive about this after reading. Don't you feel more positive about sex now? <laughs> an unkept lawn around an abandoned house that made me feel really good to read that. Yeah, I mean, but it, but it, but it's true though, and I think that. You know, people are lying to men when they make out like we don't notice these things. Yeah, lies. <laughs> because we absolutely do. It's all, it's all, it's, it's all lies. Yeah. It's all lies. Especially when a guy is like, yeah, like, tell me you like that. It's like, is your fetish like me lying to you? <laughs> <laughs> is that your kink? Literally, literally, it's like the idea behind, like, it's just like the idea behind, like, the dick rating. I don't know what guys get out of that. Like, do you want me to give you a 10? Yeah, why? Oh, my God. I read the saddest fucking article that was about a girl who was like, yeah, I went to school for four years, got, like, a an English major, and then as soon as I graduated, my first job was giving $3 dick ratings. And she was, like, actually saying it like she was proud of it and being like, yeah, like, I've gotten so much good feedback saying my prose is, like, I'm such a good writer because of the way I write about their penises. It makes them feel so good. It gives them constructive feedback on areas they can improve. And I was just like... She literally writes report cards for dicks. How much did she charge for this? Maybe we'll put this on Patreon. $3. <laughs> Honestly, God. You know what? I don't really want to see that many penises, though, because I feel like I'm going to get traumatized. But I almost feel like we should do this as a public service. We should just like let them know, you know, especially if it's like they could put their penis in better lighting. You know, if they put them in that orange, uh, yellow light bathroom background and you're like what the hell is this i actually have had a lot of guys send me messages on reddit saying like you should offer a dating service for men where you like criticize them like in a way because guys will straight up admit like i'll pay for dating advice and i know that they're flattering me and they do it on purpose to try to get more money out of me right (laughs) um but if we give them honest feedback that they can actually improve upon that's going to do more more benefit for them than just this pointless flattery True. All right. Well, look out for the female dating strategy, uh, Scrote Dating Service. The save a scrote tier. <laughs> yes. Scrote dating, dating Service. Pay us to roast you for your own benefit. <laughs> it's for your own good. It's for their own good. Um, and speaking of our Patreon tier, visit our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash the female dating strategy. Um, we have bonus content as well as the opportunity to be selected to read a story of yours, positive or negative, you can do a roast to scrote, a Gnosis, or a Queen Supreme, and we'll read it aloud on air, and we'll roast them for you, or we'll, ce- we'll celebrate your success. Yeah. Yeah, so check that out. Wait, I just saw a word in this article, penis papules. Okay, let's go ahead to that. <laughs> so much more sexually exciting. Than watching some a porn sick, a limp dick jerk his penis forever, like only for it to look like a partially cooked noodle. Again, 10 out of 10 imagery. Really cooked noodle. Pros. I also hate when guys have that scullered ring around the head of their penis that makes it look like an earthworm poking out of the bushes. But that's just me. Isn't that like uh, uh, when they get their foreskin removed? I think that's usually what that is. Yeah, that's a circumcision ring. Like, I think that's a circumcision ring. Yeah. I I personally, I don't, it's just scar tissue. I don't mind that personally, but. Do you have, okay, so do you have a circumcised versus uncircumcised preference? Circumcised, 100%. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't like uncircumcised guys at all. It looks like a little fucking worm poking out of a like hoodie i don't know it just looks wrong to me it didn't phase me but i'm more worried about cleanliness and i wonder if it's one of those things because there's like there's a whole men's rights movement about 
circumcision being genital mutilation. But I wonder if it's one of those things where a while ago they figured out that the bacteria could get trapped into the foreskin and then cause like vaginal ex- in- infections in women. Because that, that's the thing about dealing with guys who are uncircumcised is like, I think I'd be way more worried about the cleanliness issue. Like how often are you really getting in there? Cause I wouldn't want all that gunk in my vajayjay. Yeah. Well, from what I've heard is if you, if the guy cleans his dick and is really careful about like pulling it back and cleaning it, then the foreskin is actually more hygienic because it like protects from, I don't know, abrasion germs, kind of how like women have like labia, right? To protect, to prevent bacteria from getting in there. But the reality, again, fairy tales, the reality (laughs) on the ground is that most men asking these dudes to clean their dick, fairy tales. Guys, they don't even fucking wash their, they don't even wash their hands after they go to the bathroom and they literally will take a dump, wipe their ass and then just leave. That's the unrealistic expectation. (laughs) Like, Okay. Like they realized a long time ago, thousands of years ago that men are fucking dirty and don't wash their dick. And that's why they circumcise them. And yeah, personally, I do think it's like, uh, I'm against genital mutilation of babies uh, for male and female. Um, But I will say my dating preference is I definitely prefer guys who are already circumcised. (laughs) That's just my preference. Fair enough. I'm also not a big fan of the penis papules. They look like genital warts, and they're apparently more common in men who aren't circumcised. So I didn't know what those were, and now I'm reading this. Wait, let's let's like let's take a detour. So, penis papules. Ew! <laughs> I know. <laughs> Did you just click on the link? Did you I didn't need to link? know that. Yeah, yes. I clicked on that link and saw that picture. Ew. So honest to God, the first time I saw those, I thought they were herpes. I was like, this guy has herpes. Yeah. <laughs> Don't they like, cause you can't tell that those are no, again, information that would have been really great. in like any type of health class or any type of sex positivity media magazine is like, what are those little bumpy things on the tip of a guy's head? It's not herpes. They're penis papules. And apparently they're like, they're almost like, um, like spines essentially, um, penile spines. So it's like, I don't know, it's just like like little pieces of skin and cartilage that just like protrude out, but they're not like genital warts like they look like. Have you seen those? I'm reading this Wikipedia and I'm like going down a rabbit hole like, wow. Okay, so they're a normal anatomical variation in humans and are described as vestigial remnants of penile spines. I, I do know that in some species like cats, for example male cats have like a spiky penis and that's why mating for female cats is actually very painful because it literally like scratches out the inside of her vagina. It's a way of like preventing other males from mating with her. Um, so yeah, that's again, a mate guarding adaptation. I didn't know that there was a vestigial version of that in humans though. And now I'm horrified. Have you seen them before? No. no. Have you ever seen- I've seen them before. I've seen them Up multiple close. Okay, maybe it's- wow. Maybe it's just me. <laughs> Maybe that's just because I only fuck guys who are circumcised, though, because uh, it says it's more common in guys who are uncircumcised. I've seen, but I've seen it in guys who are circumcised. I, uh, so, I mean, there have been times where, like, I'm with a guy and I pull his pants down and I see any bumps and I'm like, nope, swerve, bite. I don't care what they're caused by. If yeah. there's a bump on his dick, mm, no, no, no. I don't care if it's an ingrown hair, whatever. I'm not risking it. Mm-mm. So it says in this in this uh, second paragraph, as of 1999, different studies have produced estimates of incidents ranging from eight to 48 percent of all men, which is a massive variance, by the way. Wow! So, yeah. Wow. It seems what? It, 
One study found them in 33% of uncircumcised males and 7.1% of circumcised males. But I'm wondering, like, is it caused by the circumcision or if it's just something that in populations that are less likely to be circumcised, this developed? This is what's not clear about this. Like, is the circumcision why? Like, does circumcising it prevent these from developing? That's what's... papules, yeah. But that looks... That image is like, I don't... It's now... I'm going to have nightmares tonight. It's like, not very that, appealing. That one, that one looks like it's pretty pronounced. Like, the most, most of the times I've seen them, they're just like... I'm trying to... Well, I don't know if... I haven't seen that many dicks. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, don't go on the related articles. There's one that's like penile spines, and then it's talking about all the different species that have, like, male cats, for example, that have, like, literal fucking barbs on their dick. Like, God. <laughs> you can get them medically removed, this article says. So, you know, tired of girls thinking you have herpes? You know? Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> on to the balls now. I do like thicker and plumper looking balls. I kind of hate when a guy's ball sack is long and droopy and looks like a laundry bag with a soccer ball thrown in at the bottom. Yeah. First of all, you can tell this person's American because they didn't say football. <laughs> the, the imagery is just 10 out of 10 on this article. <laughs> okay do you have a ball preference because i think i've developed a ball preference now so personally it's all about the ratio to the dicks in my Mm, personal opinion i agree (laughs) like because a guy with huge balls and a tiny dick that looks wrong a guy with a huge dick and tiny balls yeah also wrong i agree it also means he's probably on steroids does Uh, it so very small yeah so very (gasps) small balls means he's probably on steroids and swerve that in my personal opinion but yeah. I like the spherical nature. Like, like if they look, the more spherical they look instead of just... Yeah, I like them to be tight and perky. Yeah, instead of just like droopy. Because, okay, I don't know if anybody's experienced this, but you've ever had it when he's hitting it from the back, especially if he's taller than you. Oh, tall man, tall man. And then, or like a lot taller than you, I should say. Right. So like, have you ever noticed if he's got like droopier balls, there's like a couple of second time lag in between his dick stroke and then when the balls hit the back of your thighs or like the back of your vagina and it's just me okay am i the only one noticing these things like i sometimes it's like an eight count it's like one mississippi two mississippi <laughs> it's like thunder and lightning like when you hear when you see when you see lightning you count five and then that's how you can tell how far it is when, by the time you hear the thunder exactly i like one thorough thrust i like to feel the dick and then the balls right at the end like right up against the back of my pussy <laughs> can i get an amen amen <laughs> amen whatever feels good for you sis yeah yeah no i don't like i or, or like if they like go at the same time so it's like but um like i don't know why but i find that fucking distracting <laughs> For, I don't know why, but now I have this imagery of like, you know, that um, sport that's like a pole with a string and a ball. Yeah. <laughs> like that. And like, wh- what is that sport <laughs> where you're like hitting the ball? It's like, uh, tether ball, tether ball, tether ball. I don't know why, but now I'm imagining a guy with droopy balls as like tether ball. Like he's just got two <laughs> dang little tether balls, like holding on by a string. <laughs> it's exactly like that. Pendulous. <laughs> Again, if guys can talk about how our boobs look saggy after we have children that I don't see why I can't tell, talk about these like saggy old man balls and how less physically and sexually aesthetically pleasing they are. 
Fair, fair. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know. Maybe they'll come up with some ball Botox. I think Dave Chappelle did a bit on that, <laughs> putting some Botox in your ball. Yeah, it's time for men to start spending more money on their uh, appearance. Like, women already spend so much money on our appearance. It's time for men to get get on that. <laughs> get with the program. Stop spending their coins. I want to see the advertisement. Do you want thicker, plumper balls? <laughs> <laughs> Did you just listen to the female dating strategy podcast and feel like shit? Buy our product. Buy our penis enlarging product. No. I swear to God, if someone creates that, I we will advertise it on <laughs> Just out of spite. Someone create like like yeah. uh, hashtag not sponsored. But I, we'd like to be right. sponsored. <laughs> like a pill. Take this pill and make your yeah. ball snap back for you know from when you were nineteen again. <laughs> Yeah. I'm writing all these thoughts out because I think part of reclaiming our sexuality as women is declaring our right to have penis preferences. We should be able to describe in detail what looks visually pleasing to us and have a right to learn, sometimes through trial and error, what size and shape works best for us to achieve orgasms. I've never seen this talked about in great detail anywhere else. So I thought it would be a great exercise for FDS to do. This was a great post. It was. And here's my declared penis preference for the culture. Actually, this actually aligns up really nicely with my own personal one. So like me and this author, we are <laughs> oh, we are dick twins. <laughs> so I prefer a dick around six and a half to eight inches in length, slightly curved upwards, minimal discoloration absolutely no postules, a mushroom head, smooth skin, thick balls, and slightly veiny. It feels good to get that out there, and I feel free. (laughs) So ladies, puff out your whole chest and declare your penis preferences loudly and proudly in the comments. And any scrotes lurking in this post do not harass our users because we will report you to Reddit admins. (laughs) Oh my god. Sadie had to threaten them, right? Like, you knew they were going to freak the fuck out, right? <laughs> yeah, this is, looks like I'm looking at the historical archives, like, of the early, early days. I mean, this is what actually, like, made me sit up and, like, take notes of FDS when I just saw the reaction. And then at some point, we'll read out the, the follow-up post that Jamie's wrote regarding the reaction, because that is another, um, that is another tale of fuckery from men. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, this post was... Oh gosh, it it was the it was the post I didn't think I needed, but I absolutely <laughs> that I absolutely needed. I've never seen like dicks dissected in such a way, and a lot of it, and also what is is the is the neutrality. It's not saying that you know bigger dicks are better or smaller dicks are better. It's basically telling women you need to find what works for you. And every lid has a different pot. Like, not every woman is going to want... Even six inches might be too much for her. There's so just... Yeah, it just covered everything. And a lot of it, for example, like the Peroni's disease, I didn't even... I mean, I only Googled it um, just during this podcast, but I didn't even know that that was a thing, that you could actually disfigure your dick by... <laughs> <laughs> and doesn't that, doesn't that feel like a failure... 
Doesn't that feel like a failure of our sex education system as well as sex positive feminists? You know what I expected? You know what I expected from sex positive feminists? I expected them to do this work. You were supposed to go out in the wild and sample all the dicks and bring us back the best ones. Instead, they came back with, I don't know, they're all kind of great. Bullshit. (laughs) Bullshit. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I mean, I want some dick connoisseurs. Like a wine taster. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I feel like that would have been the valuable sex posy service, right? Instead of like all the virtue signaling about how all dicks matter. And like, listen, everybody's different, but I feel like if each of those sex posy feminists had like been very specific about what was working for them and why, it would have been actually a very valuable service. Instead, they came back with, I like to be beat in the face with a tennis racket. And that makes me come. And I'm like, you can't even describe the basics of uh, secondary sex characteristics in a way that resonates with people, right? Mm-hmm. Like in a way sure. that like most women experience. Who cares about the tennis racket? Like get down to the basics, sis. 100%. 100%. So Let's read the comments because some of these are really good. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to... Yeah, I was going to <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's pick out a comment... I saw one about crygasms that was really... I wonder if I'll be able to find it, but there was one where a woman was so... Um, a user was so, like, sexually synced with her partner, he gave her crygasms. Um, I'm curious to know what that is. Yeah, no, I, was, I remember this crygasm? Now. Yeah, so she said she had, yeah, crygasms, which I'm guessing is when you have an orgasm and then burst into tears because it's so euphoric. What? That's actually happened to me once before. That's happened to me once before. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's a thing. Oh, I've never heard of that. Wow, damn. It's like it's quite rare, but it's, I think it's an emotional slash physical response when it gets overwhelming. So you just literally just burst into tears. Was, have you Have you ever laughed until you cried? It's kind of yeah, like, oh. yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. Because I, I was thinking like because some women, I don't know, maybe if you have some kind of like trauma or something like that, no, it makes you no. it brings back those kinds of like negative emotions. No, it's a euphoric thing. But I'm definitely the kind of person like I am a very I, emotionally. I'm actually pretty sensitive, and so when I'm anywhere outside of like a three to seven emotionally, like positive or negative, I cry. Like even positive things. If I see a, like a commercial of like a, a father being proud of his son, I'm like, oh my god, that's so beautiful. <laughs> Like, yeah so i get that but yeah i think I, th- I think for me as well with the crygasm there was a very strong sense of intimacy as well it wasn't just a physical um so yeah but yeah it's it's a thing oh there's one here so uh, like men love shaming any woman who doesn't have completely tiny or pink labia if they get to call women's vaginas and and their vulvas are roasties in quotation marks or roast beef, then we should be able to have penis preferences. And also, the size and shape of a penis impacts on our sexual pleasure, whereas nothing about the appearance of a woman or her vulva can stop a man from, ha- from having an orgasm. That is a fact, because men have literally fucked McChicken sandwiches and coconuts and still managed to come. So that is actually a fact, straight facts. Not a single lie was told. Yeah. I bought the perfect penis size for $39.99 and free shipping. I like that one. <laughs> Love that. That's a good one. That's a good one. These zombies are dope. This other one is, uh, my ex-husband had a magnificent cock, 8.25 inches long. Prior to him, I had never had an orgasm through intercourse. One day I was riding that beautiful cock and grinding my clit against him. And then it happened the most powerful orgasm I ever had. It turns out that my G-spot is fairly high up inside me and his cock 
was long enough to reach it, assuming I was on top. And his cock was generally beautiful, very smooth, very nicely colored. His testicles were full and round and not like the tube socks. He shaved them too, and I really liked that. That's beautiful. Pros. I just, I'm just, I'm choked with tears <laughs> because I'm so happy and so jealous at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you it's like almost if you suggest it that all of a sudden it's like we all jog our memories like yeah there were some dicks in there this is why it was better right yeah 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 for me personally i don't like too long and it's because uh, i have an iud and so i find with a really longer dick if it's like pushing up against the cervix it'll like kind of touch my iud and it like feels uncomfortable so personally it's all about girth for me. So something around like six to seven inches long, but thick, not a chode. <laughs> not a chode. I don't want it to be like wider than it is long. Not too thick, but like, you know, it's one of those things it's hard to define, but when you see it, you know. Yeah. And, I, and I think a point that has to be stated in this conversation about dicks is if you have to ask if a woman has come, she has not come. The answer is no. Yeah, you'll know. The, the answer. And if, she, and, if, and if she tells you, yes, she's lying to you, bro. That's it. She's lying to you. Yeah, some women, like, I feel like they... Yeah. And plus, I don't know... Well, I don't want to, like, broad brush every woman, but I know orgasms can be of varying intensity for women, but it feels like if you're having, like, a genuine one, that's pretty obvious versus, like, some women describe it as a flutter. So I always wonder with women like that, and that'd be, that might be some good feedback if people want to comment about this on the episode is like how do you experience orgasm because like for some for me i mean i really look like i've been inhabited by a demon yeah (laughs) yeah like when i orgasm because it's literally like it's arresting my body like it arrests my entire body so then i don't i'm i've lost all control yeah muscle contractions yeah right I've lost physical control, whereas other women are more like, it's more of a relaxed, like fluttery feeling for them. So I'm like, maybe I'm just, I'm just guessing like maybe on the off chance that maybe some women don't visually orgasm as hard, but I'm just curious to know about that. But I I don't think that's the vast majority of what's going on. I think the vast majority of men just suck and they're just using the excuse of the women who don't visibly orgasm as hard as like confirmation that it's just, it's just us, right? (laughs) It's just the way our bodies work. After I orgasm, I actually get a little bit like mean and I kind of just want to be like, okay, like I'm good. Like, leave me alone. I just roll. I just want to roll over and fall asleep. <laughs> I, just, I get post nut clarity. I'm just like, okay, I don't want to look at you. Any- I don't want to look at you anymore. Get out. <laughs> yeah. I get really yeah. emotional after mine. Like, it's like the peak, but it's a nice, it's a nice calm down for sure. Mm. Yeah, but if you have sex with the for any dudes listening out there, if you're having sex with a girl and you come but she doesn't, and she's like acting all cuddly with you and stuff after, no, she's not being needy or whatever. She's still fucking horny, okay? Like she's still, yeah, one hundred. She still wants it, and you're just not meeting that for her. So that's a failure on your part. I've noticed that if I actually have an orgasm, that I'm like, please don't like put all your hot body on top of me because it's like hot, right, and sweaty, and you're like, please go away. Yeah. 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 That's, that's exactly it. Like I'm, I physically get like too warm and I don't like how male bodies are just very like warm, you know, like I already have that like hot bloodedness. I don't need like more of it. I prefer guys that have a, that are cooler to the touch. Yeah. After orgasm, I'm like, I don't want to physically touch another sweaty body. Like I want to cool down. (laughs) 
So a man commented on this post, like, sisters, if our finger can make us orgasm, then a dick of any size can. Let's not blame men for us having vaginas that are too large. <laughs> oh, talk <laughs> about bad man, women's right? anatomy. That's a cope. <laughs> I mean, I've seen, I saw some of them say like, you know, saying our dick's too small is just the same as if we said your vagina's too loose. I was like, there's no such thing, really as a loose vagina but carry on bro if that makes you sleep better at night then think we will have loose vaginas <laughs> I, need, I need people to understand the vagina is a muscle when you work a muscle it gets stronger and more constricted it's not like i don't know they just have this idea that it's like a like just like just cartilage but in cartilage we get blown out but like you're you have pelvic muscles behind <laughs> yeah. that right like it, that's how it works so Yes. And that's why yes. I highly recommend doing pelvic floor exercises and Kegels, which ladies, if you do any like weightlifting, any like deadlifting, heavy squatting where you're loading an exercise very heavy, um, there are cases of people like blowing out their entrails because they don't do these pelvic floor things. So it's very important from a health and anatomy standpoint so that it all st- everything stays in place. <laughs> <laughs> and that dude got roasted, by the way, roasted. <laughs> He got roasted for coming on to FDS Tap in his opinion. I can't even read out the comments because I would just collapse into laughter. <laughs> My favorite one. What the fuck are penis papules? I've never seen that shit before. And it's weird. <laughs> right. There's one comment that got removed where a woman says like, uh, I don't like guys who aren't circumcised. Um, I think uncircumcised dicks are gross. They look weird and smell bad if not washed properly. And then a guy commented, quoting that, being like, I also think uncircumcised vaginas are gross. Disgusting. I agree. But vaginas that aren't circumcised smell like shit if not washed properly would never lick or fuck a woman who isn't circumcised. Like, okay. <laughs> First of all, when they circumcise a woman, don't they fucking cut off her clit so they can't even have an orgasm? Like, yeah, it's different. There's some nerves, I suppose. Like, I I did know a guy who, due to a medical condition, had to get uh, circumcised as an adult. Yeah, and he did say that there was some loss of sensation, but that ultimately was a good thing because before he was a premature premature ejaculator, and then after he was able to last a bit longer. So it was one of those like. Seems like a negative thing, but actually ended up being a net positive. I think it should be a choice, though. I mean, I know a few guys who had it done, like, later in life and guys. And it seems like guys who had it done at birth, that they kind of wish they um, they were uncircumcised. Um, so it should be a choice, I think. Definitely. I, I, yeah. No, I think, like, circumcising a baby when they have no choice, I don't, I don't think that's cool. But, yeah, giving them a choice when they're older is better. It's religion yeah. a lot as well. Like a lot of um, this is why it's 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 more common in countries that have an official religion than than countries that are more atheist. I found um, because the Bible and religious texts say circumcision you have to do it on on young on male babies. So yeah, I believe it's called a bris, right? Like in in Jewish tradition, yeah, they actually have like a yeah, it's almost like a it's done as a baby and the rabbi does it. Yeah, ceremony. It's a ceremonial. It has a ceremonial component, yeah. So, ladies, sound off about your penis preferences in the comments below. We would love to read them um, because it always gives me life when women discuss this in a matter of frank. And I'm sure it will get around the scrotes again, just like the first one did. (laughs) But Ode to Jammies for writing such a 
a a magnificent article. It, it it should be in like the national archives somewhere. Such a lucid it's piece, like, truly. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Yeah. If you if you had to boil FDS down to like a couple of posts, I feel like this would be. In it there. would be. Yeah, this would be in there. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Women deserve to have preferences. And you know what? Men already have preferences. Like there are dozens of su- hundreds of subreddits that are like, like one was like pussy burger where her vagina looks like a burger or something like, or even her areolas, like the bit around your nipple is, is a subreddit. <laughs> yeah. The color of a woman's areolas. Like, yeah. Like guys have preferences for like pointy nipples and different shapes of vaginas and stuff. Like they already have preferences. Okay. We're allowed to have that. Yeah. They have minute niche body fetishes that like men have dissected women's bodies to like literal minutia, but we're not allowed to talk about their dick. Okay. Sure. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know what? A lot of guys are listening to this and they'll be like, oh, so you think it's okay to treat men badly because women were treated badly, but two wrongs don't make a right. Okay, guess what? Like feminists for a long time have been trying to achieve equality by lifting women up and men have been fighting us every fucking step of the way. And so if I have to drag men down to bring them down to our level to achieve equality, I fucking will. <laughs> okay. It's going to be a mud fight. And so guys, if guys don't like that, you always have the option of treating women better and we can meet each other in the middle, but I'm not seeing that for men. And so that's why we have to fight fire with fire. I just feel like I feel more like a fully realized human being when I assert the things I actually want rather than virtue signal. Yeah. And I feel like that's really yeah. what this post is about yeah. more so than anything. Cause even regardless of how men feel, how are we going to make, uh, how are we going to advance our own sexual interests and make ourselves happy if we can't articulate it, right? Like even even who cares how they yeah. react? It's just a matter of focusing on the things that women like so that we can maximize that and look for that and start to aggregate our experiences in a way that's more that's more likely to lead us to consistent sexual pleasure. And that's been like the missing piece yeah. of sex positivity to me. It's sex positivity has been anything goes and whatever you want to do. And it doesn't have any like tangible, like minutia. Sex positivity has been very like asymmetrical. It's very about like advancing what men like and what men mm-hmm. find to be sexually True. pleasurable. And women just have to like accept everything that what a man wants. But when women assert what they want, it's like it's considered hateful or exclusionary or whatever right and yeah the reaction to us saying we have penis preferences i mean we talked about the, about the vice article a few weeks ago and how they panicked i mean they panicked about oh some of these preferences that they're expressing are mean-spirited and weird it's mean-spirited and, and weird to talk about our penis preferences on what planet that's just us being attracted to men and, and being heterosexual women and having and noticing things about their secondary sex characteristics in the same way that we have. I think it's a lie that women aren't as visual. I just think that we get discouraged from voicing that. And so we have to just keep telling ourselves that like, you know, we, 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 we learn to see our, we learn to see ourselves sexually in terms of how men see us instead of us looking at men and seeing what we actually prefer as heterosexual women. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Like, yeah, it's all about, like, women are supposed to be okay with whatever, whatever makes a man happy. Like, I I had a lot of comments on my, like, 
when I criticize kink, right, I always have comments that are like, oh, but it's a two-way street because the sub gets what they want by making the dom happy. Like, they're submitting, which makes the dom happy, and then their dom, the fact that their dom is happy makes them happy. I'm fucking sick and tired of this narrative that, like, whatever makes a happy is automatically what also makes a woman happy. Or yeah, that trash. a woman's source of happiness is to make a man happy. I don't... Th- I We need... This needs to... In order for that to be a true, true two-way street, men need to start giving a shit about women. What women actually like. I mean, and that's that's not true in nature, right? I mean, when you look at the things that the females prefer, a lot of times it is exclusionary, right? We were uh, we were just talking yeah. about how different animals, how different females of different animal ki- kingdoms have clear specific preferences as a group right like you know with birds it could be like the most brightly colored feathers i think with peacocks the little the size of the eyes on their feathers is sexually attractive to girl peacocks so i mean it's like it's weird that we can't talk about that yeah and whenever we talk about like oh this is what female animals like in nature like female deer like big antlers female moose like big antlers female or yeah like what females of other species are allowed to have preferences and then there's always dudes being like all of it they're always incels by the way who are like offended that like oh if women were allowed to choose what they want then this would cause like a a snowball effect and then everyone would have like razor sharp jaws that are like impractical like (laughs) as if it's a bad thing for there to be female sexual selection because it would cause like this runaway thing where a guy would evolve to be sexually appealing to a point where it's no longer like practical like cope yeah hella cope like i don't know if you've ever seen the barbarossa this is a type of pig that has tusks that just keep growing right apparently like the females like big tusks and so it evolved to just keep growing and growing and growing to the point where like it'll grow so big that it'll curve back and like puncture their own skull so that's considered like an example of like female sexual female sexual selection gone wrong i don't see like you know hundreds of thousands of years in the future men walking around with like 10 pound dicks that they have to like fucking sling over their shoulders right like i don't i don't see it because they're limited by the size of vaginas right just walking around with their dick in a wheelbarrow (laughs) yeah exactly like i don't see that i don't see it going this runaway effect happening i want i want uh in millions of years guys to be bouncing on their own testicles like a hippity hop ball (laughs) like one of those exercise balls yeah Uh, (laughs) yeah that's That's what should happen that's an evolutionary win there ladies (laughs) on that note that's our show please visit our website at thefemaledatingstrategy.com as well as our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash thefemaledatingstrategy. And for all you droopy, bald, stank, ashy, discolored, penis, papule, dick, scrotes, die mad. See you next week. Mm-hmm.